Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Deppick. I'm Cody Crane. Oh, my God. My voice is messed up. Yeah, you weren't here last week. And no. that was the we recorded on uh, the day that we recorded eight years ago for the first episode of this. And you weren't here oh, for dang. it because you were sick. I, and I still am. I can't hit my voice. My, like, I'm not getting those highs. Well, I you're not contagious little... sick. No, 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 no. It's just, just in case everyone's worried that I'm their beloved Cody might die. Yeah, here. our our. <laughs> Uh, our future guests on the Zoom call are worried that they're going to get coughed on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not transmissible through um, uh, electronics, I don't believe. Well, um, I don't think so. No, uh, although I'm not a doctor, it could go viral. I'm not a doctor. It could go viral. That's true. It could go viral. The doctor did say that this is a post viral cough. Yeah. So could you add in applause? For that previous no i won't no thank you um yeah so uh a couple things off the top here uh damien um haven't mentioned this on the podcast but i did have um possible uh demon in the room or wait 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 wait, 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 wait. what you had a possible demon in the room uh, yeah okay this is something i just remember too that i never told you either i had a sleep paralysis moment last week too Oh, my God. All right. Let's hear your demon first, though. Well, I know that um, I, I briefly mentioned to it to you off uh, the podcast because it did happen last week, but I've been waiting uh, being a patient boy. Thank you. Um, but I had it's been hot um, for like the summer here. So I put my window open in my apartment. Um, in my bedroom, but I'm also on the ground floor. So I think mentally all night I was freaked out just at the idea of having my window open and just to get cool air, but being ground level. So I, I, I mean, this, this is a fear that I don't understand, but yes, please continue. What, someone could crawl in my window at any moment. Your or, tiny little dinky window. Yeah. Or if anyone's crawling through that little dinky window you have, they deserve to get in. <laughs> I mean, I can get through it. Ah, about that. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want a Winnie the Pooh situation here, no, but at the end of the day, but... and then they draw a face on your butt and put a shelf on your legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they've taken over my room now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think mentally I was freaked out. So I was just constant waking up every like 30 minutes to an hour throughout the night. Constant nightmares, just nonstop. And it, the only explanation is that, yeah, mentally, maybe I was freaked out and that's what was causing the nightmares. Just the idea okay. or demon popped in through the window at night. Right. And okay. broke into my dreamscape. So this is your demon theory, just that you had nightmares because you're scared of an open window. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But they were horrific nightmares. This is a terrible story. <laughs> what would your sleep paralysis? Um. So this was like one of the first days that I was sick. So I think it was because I partly because I had a shit ton of cold medicine. Or what day was it? Was it the day my window was open and the demon came in? I don't remember. Yeah, it might have been. Um, but I I just woke up and um, it felt like. Um, <clears throat> so I have a Cassie has a cat and it felt like a cat was walking on the bed towards me. Mm -hmm. And then it felt like it laid down 
and laid beside me. And the whole week I was staying at Cass's because she was up north working. And uh, he did that pretty much every night. He would walk over and lay beside me. Okay, so, so you weren't been, home. So my deep no, theory is I, I was here. Window. I was here. Yeah, I was home. Oh, you were home. I was home. Oh, okay. I was well, staying in theory back on the week before I was there. And I'm, I'm saying that's probably part of what why it was fresh in my mind. And it felt like that. But I knew I was like half awake and I'm like, oh, OK, this is like this is like a half awake thing. And then as I was laying there, it started feeling like weird. The thing that was beside me because it was like a cat, but it wasn't. And then I tried to move my like right arm over to like feel it and I couldn't. And I was like, oh, OK, I know what's going on. This is like I'm I'm in that weird sleep paralysis kind of state. And it was a little freaky for a second. And then like immediately after I woke up and I was like, oh, that was weird. But I knew exactly what it was while it was happening. And in the moment, you said you're freaked out, but you just said it as if you were like, oh, I no, know what this no, like, is. In, you're all in the moment. I it. knew it was a sleep paralysis thing and I knew it wasn't real. It doesn't mean that the experience itself wasn't unsettling. I will say that you said my story was bad and you kicked off with like uh, what felt like three minutes of talking about sleeping throughout the rest of the week at somewhere else. I was using it as context to say <laughs> about some of the reasoning and by why I think this happened. I'm sorry I gave context for my story rather than just like, oh, my window's open and I'm a scared little boy. Yes, yeah, straight, straight to demon. Get straight to demon. Oh, my God. <laughs> the irrationality here is through the roof. But it's not all what about are you, the a villager from the 17th century. <laughs> it's it's not all about the demon I let in through my window. That's been uh, tormenting apparently both Damien and I now. Better than the semen you let in through your window. What? Being on the ground floor. Just saying. <laughs> That's another fear, I guess. That can get through. Yeah. Also, another fear, too. What if someone just like pisses on the wall and it just goes through my window because it's open? Right. So reasonable fear. I've seen people pee on windows before. But it's not all about piss <laughs> and windows open and demons. It's about our guests here today because we have writers, podcasters, Jeremy Friedman, David Tobias of the Unseen Podcast. Oh, wow. Hey oh, hello. First of all, let me apologize for climbing through Cody's window. That was wrong of me. <laughs> Shouldn't have done it. I will not do it again. I'm just glad we got all the woodland creatures together to help pull you out. <laughs> I'm I, I'm happy that the, you uh, solved that for us, though, that it, it was you. And you were also giving Damien paralysis through the night. Is it correlated? Yeah, that was me too. But that one I am not sorry for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just gonna ask Jeremy, are you are you going to apologize for coming and pissing on Cody's wall or <laughs> never? Okay, good, good. Stand your ground. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, you know, when you go into like a truck stop bathroom, you don't feel bad about being everywhere. <laughs> it's true. Hey, I never feel bad about anything I do in a truck stop bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Jeremy and uh, David here, uh, host, like I said, host the Unseen podcast. For the listeners at home, uh, tell everyone a little bit about uh, your podcast. Sure. Well, we're a brand new podcast called The Unseen Podcast, but how is it spelled again, Jeremy? I always forget. Oh, yeah. See, we spell un the normal way, UN, uh, uh -huh. like the United Nations, but then seen, we spell S C E N E, and it's very oh. clever, you see. And I always tell people that. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> at the, what we do is we talk to writers, creative people about their favorite unmade or unmakeable project. And then at the end of it, we read a scene. You see oh. where I'm going here? From that piece. 
And sometimes we write the piece if they don't have it. Sometimes we re read something that the guest has brought in. And either way, it's uh, fun and entertaining and everyone should listen. And if they don't, I will also crawl through their windows. <laughs> <laughs> what if they want you to crawl through their windows? Well, then I'll only do that if they listen. Okay, that's a good compromise. See, I, I listened and you crawled through my window anyways. So <laughs> wait, did you, well, you, you forgot to check the box? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't fill out the you mandatory like, survey after every like, episode. Comment and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, Unseen uh, Podcast, very fun podcast. Uh, you're uh, three episodes deep right now, right? And um, right. Mark Little was on the first one. That was the one I was listening to. It was very fun. Um, so uh, what inspired uh, this podcast? Well, I think like most uh, writers of TV in Canada, you've and anywhere else, really, you've got many more unmade and unmakeable projects than made projects. And yeah. so just knowing that, like, even the biggest names in the business will have screenplays that are permanently tucked away in whatever drawer, <clears throat> they'd be willing to talk to us. We knew we'd be able to get some interesting folks on and that the projects would be really interesting to talk about. So it's kind of like um, a very accessible, like inside baseball kind of thing. Um, but we're basically just trying to give a platform to like some badass ideas that uh, the gatekeepers in like mainstream media institutions would not let through. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, as uh, Canadian writers too, um, you get the benefit of having a lot of free time. So everyone that's a guest has a lot of free time to totally. come by. There's like only uh, maybe like three months of a year that you're busy. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. We've met a lot benefit. of really a lot of awesome people we've had on so far. We're about to drop an episode with Anthony Q. Farrell, who's uh, you know co-creator, yeah, yeah. creator of Shelved and a bunch of other stuff. And he's just got amazing ideas. So just one example of what we're seeing episode after amazing, hilarious, unmissable episode that folks just have really great ideas that are not getting made. Yeah. And uh, you immediately proved me wrong with that one because Anthony Q. Farrell is like going from show to show at this point like he had run the burbs and then immediately shelved after so he's the he's gonna be the guy. most uh busy showrunner in canada <laughs> yeah. history yeah, or something yeah, yeah exactly and then you just got yeah. smacked down yeah david you got me this time <laughs> that's right well we uh we like to have a mix of people so some guests we have on are very established and busy like anthony mm -hmm. and then we also try to have some people that are maybe more emerging or up-and-coming writers because um, it really is a thing where like every writer has something that they can yeah. get made. And and whether it's like a fully written script that they bring in like Anthony did or just sort of an idea that they jotted down once and couldn't get out of their mind, but never really took the time to write because it's absurd or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's been really fun talking to these people and hearing their ideas and sometimes writing their ideas, which is kind of crazy. What about, what about two talentless schmucks with terrible ideas? Would that Would that be a good episode? I mean, yeah. it's a perfect match. What do you think we are? Oh, okay. well, well, all right. That, that's why we all found each other. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the two of you, too, are a uh, writing duo, right? Like, uh, and you've been writing together for a long time now. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a tough writing partners are a really tough thing to find uh, someone that you can like kind of connect with and have the kind of same sensibilities, I guess, or be able to at least match the ones that you have and the styles that you have. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that's a, that's a really uh, lucky situation to find someone like that. How have you found like bouncing off of each other? Is it 
Um, is it like just the kind of the perfect match? Yeah, I I mean, I think it helps also that we both have our own things and write our own things as well. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we collaborate on certain things and we've we've known each other since high school. So, you know, I don't want to say how old we are, but it's been at least three years since we graduated high school. <laughs> um, so it's a long term friendship. And, and uh, you know, we started doing comedy, like just silly sketches and stuff back uh, when we were like 16. So, um, you know, we, we we got definitely a shared sort of sensibility. And, uh, and yeah, I, I think we, we help each other, you know, make each other funnier in our scripts and stuff. So it works nicely. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, that's kind of the, uh, I, I, I can't express how like rare that really is. Like yeah, you, totally. you can work well together. Like I think uh, Damien and I uh, work well together on this podcast, but I don't think as like uh, writing that we match uh, quite as well for that. We haven't really done too much of that other than the, the mm-hmm. one spook project we were working on, but other than and, that, we haven't really, we and haven't we really... almost came to blows over it. No, that, that did go well. I that, thought that went pretty well, yeah. but we haven't really, we haven't really tried to do a project like that yet. So, okay. Damien's fighting for us to be a duo right I'm now. I'm just saying okay. you, can't, do it. you can't rule it out until you've really, you know, gone to blows. Right, write something it. together right now. We'll wait. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> We did do like a, a sketch show uh, or like tried to do a sketch show well, with a big group. I think that has nothing to do with us and just like the group of people kind of imploded for a stupid reason. I, I blame everything. This I, I don't think we've ever talked about this sketch show on here, but I want to briefly mention it. It was like an idea pitched to like and I think we were just both like brought in as like just having all of our friends like write sketches yeah. under this like same theme but nobody knew what the fuck was going on and nobody I, had it i permanently blame everyone for that like it was <laughs> such a disaster that like like sketches were being written on the car ride over to the meetings and like it was just a disaster so i i permanently think that we're not a good match forever now even though that wasn't even you doing that wasn't it. me. That was a group dynamic, though. It's it's a little exactly. unwieldy to have so many people. Two is the perfect agree. number. I mean, just run through the list of famous collaborators who probably working on their own would never have attained the creative heights they did. I mean, John and Paul, um, you know, Simon uh, and Garfunkel, Jeffrey and Jelaine. I mean, we all know that you, you, two heads are better than one. Yeah. Well, okay. Everyone's uh, really fighting for us right now. Um, I'm... <laughs> so now you have all these exciting guests on, and maybe some unexciting guests on in the future. Um... <laughs> this is just to me. <laughs> I was implying both of us. <laughs> um, but do you guys ever talk about any of your unfinished projects in your scenes as well? Yeah, we we have a bit. We uh, I think on maybe just the first episode, we we batted around a couple ideas. But I think what we're doing right now is we're saving all our best unmade ideas for our Patreon. Ah. You sign up, you give us money. We're going to tell you all (laughs) our worst ideas. That's the way to do it. See, we just put everything out for free because we're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We should also mention, as of right now, our Patreon has zero subscribers. So. But you know, after after it's our appearance coming. today, I'm I'm expecting thousands. Yeah, we we bring in the money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we really know how to draw on the bots. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's get into a bit of a, a spookier note here because we have to ask Ooh. the two of you: Do you believe in ghosts? 
You want to take you this know, one first, Jeremy? Sure. It's a, it's a complicated question for me because I I would say that like I'm a pretty rational guy and like no I don't believe in ghosts. But then you know if I'm like alone in a scary building at night, I'm like oh I'm gonna be murdered by a ghost here for sure. <laughs> and I, I should also say like I, I went to um I used to go to and then work at a summer camp where uh, everyone said the theater was haunted, which is maybe a thing people say about all theaters. Yeah. But uh, I was told like as a child, some story that was absolutely not true, but that when it was being built, one of the construction workers like brought his daughter to work or something and she died (laughs) in the theater and now her ghost haunts the theater. (laughs) And I can't say that I've ever seen a ghost in that theater, but I, I, I do remember times when like the lights flickered weirdly and maybe it's just because it was, you know, in Maine, in the woods, and the electricity grid wasn't great. But uh, I don't know. It, it felt a little spooky in there. And one time, I was in, I was uh, in a rehearsal for a play, and we had, we had a um, entrance where someone came in on a zip line from the back of the theater onto the stage, and I was line. selected. Yeah, yeah. it was. This is a pretty good play. It was uh, where the wild things are. Um, again, this is for children, yeah. uh, and I, I wasn't wasn't even the person that was supposed to zipline in, but they picked me to test it. Um, and so I went up there to the, you know the back of the theater. I got all strapped in, and I went on the zipline, and I immediately dropped, and I hit like every single chair on the way to the stage, just rolling over them. I mean, I was exaggerating it for comedic effect, but it was painful. And I kind of think maybe that was you know maybe that was that ghost bitch. Sorry, that <laughs> lovely ghost woman just her it was just a child her. she was just a poisonous child who died tragically in a construction accident yeah, yeah. i think um uh the zipline thing i uh wouldn't trust to begin with especially <laughs> like it's more likely that the little girl died testing the zipline than any construction accident <laughs> i was that little girl it's all coming together yeah i i think like a, a small like camp uh production i would not trust with a zipline i've seen the wwe <laughs> fail with a zipline so like i, I don't want to though if there's going to be a theater that has a zipline it's going to be at camp yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They brought in all the like ropes guy, ropes course guys to set it yeah. up. And to be fair, the ropes course guys were like, you know, constantly drunk twenty year old Australians or whatever. Oh. <laughs> so oh, no. maybe not the people to trust it. Um, well, I'm, I'm uh, I've got a thing against Australians. I'll get into that later. But um, <laughs> no, understandable. But he like, in ghosts, know, but not Australians. Yes, exactly that. Um, I don't know. I, I thought like I've been I've seen the ropes course, you know, they put kids up walls and shit. Um, it should be safe for me. It was not. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, brutal and definitely a ghost sighting. So I will count it as you were haunted. Perfect. <laughs> People love to say that just old places that you're in at night are spooky and haunted. I've worked in several buildings where people say it's haunted and I've never, never seen anything. <laughs> Classic skeptic. My last job, I was there for five years. I closed almost every night, and everyone I worked with said it was haunted. I never saw a goddamn thing. Not once. I spent so much time there alone. We filmed in there, though, and we filmed a ghost in there. Yeah, that's true. We did. And also, everyone you worked with was pictured in a photograph from 1963, right? What? (laughs) Yeah, I went back to the site today, and it was just a big pit. There was never a building there. 
and and he looked after five years of working there and his bank account was empty <laughs> well that was because of covid and bad investments <laughs> um, but uh, david what about you how are you feeling about ghosts Oof. Well, I would say uh, for a start, like any good cosmopolitan elite, I follow the pseudoscience. So <laughs> I don't know that I believe in ghosts specifically, but I'm open intellectually to, you know, the paranormal, broadly speaking. I think there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff we don't know. Human beings are fallible and ignorant. So how can we presume to know that there isn't, say, a ghost here or a zombie there or what have you? So I'm open to that. I, I do like to have a little evidence for the things I believe. So if I saw a ghost or whatever, I'm sure my mind would change. At this point, I guess I'm a skeptic, but I'm open-minded. The door's slightly ajar. Mm, okay. That's okay. So con convince too. me. Convince me. I fall on that category too. Okay. I, yeah. I I say if there was if there was actual evidence and things that were replicable, repeatable, and observable, I will believe this stuff. Until that time, I do not. Yeah. And I will not because there's nothing that says otherwise. We well, need some randomized control tests to prove or disprove the existence of ghosts. Yeah, please. I'm sick of your freaking Aunt Gladys's shitty story <laughs> that she's told a million times or your dumb story. Mine are firsthand accounts. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, maybe not to you, but they do to me. Oh, okay, that's fair. They can, I, can, I, can I interrupt for a second? Did you guys say you went somewhere and filmed a ghost or you taped a ghost? We it was for a comedy series, like, yes. and we we dress someone up. As it a was ghost. a I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah. But it was yeah, in okay. that bar. Yeah, we well, we were trying to mock the real ghost to get them to come right. out. And they didn't. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole. <laughs> like that, that was yeah. the plan. Ghost trolling. I love it, it. Like, how can we humiliate the real ghost to get them to show them for themselves? <laughs> but they caught on, and they're like, "I'm not falling for that." Here's my question, though: is mm. is dressing up an alive person as a ghost sort of like sort of like blackface? Uh, probably. Yeah, that's why ne this never saw the light of day. Uh, we got canceled by yeah. the spirit community. I, I'm sorry, I just realized I I should have asked. Can I say blackface on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, you can say it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. To be clear, it's audio only. I'm not doing it. Wow. I will never do it. I have never done it. I one time did wear a wig and and say that I, I shouldn't be admitting this but no you should stop now while you're ahead yeah <laughs> you know it's like, i said something edgy and now i'm gonna double down on it. <laughs> it it wasn't offensive i think okay. all right so that's all i'm gonna say it's probably better to just leave this a big question mark and not elaborate but yes i don't yeah. know unless it's really not offensive because now it's kind of on the line you know as a mystery yeah <laughs> It was a very yeah. sensible comb over wig. <laughs> I, I it, it was we we had a tag. No, I'm not. Listen, it, look, I, I feel you're making it worse. He really wants to say it. He really wants to. It's, I'm going to say it, it wasn't offensive. There was absolutely no makeup involved. I was 17 maybe at the time. Doesn't make it OK if it was bad, but it wasn't bad. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Let's all move on. Yeah. Ghosts. As long as, as long as this story comes with pictures to share on our Instagram, we're okay. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to do like those old Trudeau deep dives. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Freeman in a production of Arabian Nights. <laughs> no, again, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, it, 
Now I feel like I have to say it, but <laughs> I don't know. You felt that way all along. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this whole time, uh, David is on the edge of his seat, wondering if he has to no longer be on this yeah, podcast. This <laughs> See, Check David should know gun. what it was. I'm David was in the sketch too. Story. It, it, it was David was in the sketch. It was uh, one of our very early ones. Oh, sure. Yeah, we we made a sketch about why books are bad, essentially, I guess, um, why no one should read. And then at the end, I had a wig and I said, uh, I said, I'm Maya Angelou and I approve this message. And that was it. And oh. so I, I think it was OK. But look, would I do it today? No, I think that's fine. <laughs> Did I do if it four years ago when I was 17? Yes. <laughs> you're playing on the absurdity of the situation. I get it. That's a very high school comedy kind of thing to do, I think. Yeah. <laughs> all right anyway that's... people can probably find that sketch online if they want but, uh... <laughs> no they, we, they, they very deliberately cannot yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> just asking for it to be dug up now dude. jeremy it sounds like you're really proud of this sketch <laughs> i mean was it funny sure was it good when, probably you not before when we said don't do any impressions of people that people love this is it right here <laughs> yeah fair and I guess that brings us into the story we're about to tell. Oh, shit. And Jeremy, you got impressions, luckily. So maybe this impression can come back. <laughs> if we yeah. get my eyes. I'll go get the wig. <laughs> All right. If you have it, that would be great. And we could see if it is offensive. <laughs> I, I don't think I do. Okay, good. All right. So. For the celebrity impressions, uh, you get four options given to you by a random celebrity generator. You have to appear as one of these people at some point during the story, not stricken to that character. Your options are uh, Booker T. Washington. Nope. <laughs> 50 Cent. Nope. <laughs> are these the actual suggestions? Yeah. I think. Random, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Maya Angelou. <laughs> no, uh, the experience. Kristen Stewart and oh. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Celebrity Robin Hood. Robin Hood seems like the safest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. I was just seeing if you wanted to go first. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen Booker T. Washington come up on the uh, generator before. So that was a new one. Yeah. That Is there was... any like extant recording of Booker T. Washington? Do we know what he sounds like? How are you supposed to do an impression of him? That, that's why he's the ultimate person to choose. Um, yeah, same with Robin Hood. We don't know sure. what Robin Wide Hood open. sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Robin Hood sounds like Russell Crowe. I think we all know that. That's true. Mm. That's true. I'm Robin Hood. <laughs> or an animated fox. Or yeah. uh, Kevin Costner. <laughs> Yeah, the cost. <laughs> um, but with that, we drew both the swing characters, Damien and I. So we have no responsibility in the story, which means, David, you got the narrator. That is right. And for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, a relationship or a word in order to get the story started. So what would you like? Oh, uh, I just pick any word or what? What is this? Uh, no, so we have a random generator. You gotcha, choose either okay. a location, a relationship, or a word, and then I will click the button and it will generate a suggestion for you in order to get our story started. All right, let's go with location. Used bookshop. All right. That's a pretty good location. With Robin Hood. That's right. Yeah, he's always stealing 
used books. <laughs> I was more referencing the literary character of Robin Hood, but <laughs> he's a thief. <laughs> right. Okay. I They're forgot same. that part about him. <laughs> this episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and Mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out and um, gives me anxiety it uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked today. All right. All right. So we used. Right. The spooky used bookshop. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. We're ready. Good to go. All right. It was a dark and stormy night. Into the haunted used bookstore stepped Robin. The store was empty, but there was a sound coming from the back. Ah, what is this sound my fair ears do hear? Oh. It sounds intriguing, for if there's one thing I love besides stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, it's somewhat sexual sounds. Rock hard. I don't know what goes back here. Now fully engorged, Robin walked into the store in search of the sounds. Oh, don't mind me, books. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I knocked into you. What's it's all right. Don't worry about Ooh, it. Ah. Who was that? Show yourself. Show yourself to mine thine fair eyes. I'm right here. I'm, just, I'm a book. Stack of books. You bumped into me. You said, sorry. I said, don't worry about it. Oh, a talking book. What sorcery is this? Uh, book magic. You know, you know how it is. You ever heard of a spell book? Hey, indeed I have. Uh, well, you're looking at one, so. Oh, 
What spells can you teach me that I could use to steal from the rich and well, give to the poor? That's my thing. That's my thing, by the way. I don't know oh, if people knew you're that. You're a thief. Well, for, for good reason, though, you know. It's, yeah, well, it's like, for, is it a good reason, example, though? It's still a crime, you know? You know what I'm saying? Well, but if you were, if your children were starving, would you not steal a loaf of bread? Well, I'm a book, so I can't have kids. So, you fair, know, th- thank point. you for reminding me that I'm essentially impotent and infertile. Touchy ass book. Well, you know what? You know, you, you give book the ability to speak. We're going to speak our mind. That's what we do. We have ideas. We have thoughts. We put them out there. I'm sorry. I, I feel like we've gotten off on the wrong foot. Something oh, else great. you don't have. Something else I don't have. Yeah. Thank you so much. I am completely immobile. People have to pick well, me up if I want to go anywhere. You know what it's like living in a used bookshop? I'm not even my sticker price is marked down 30 percent. What the fuck, man? I could talk. I can I could make other books talk. That's really the only spell I have is to make other books talk. Oh, you actually don't sound so useful to me then. Well, I got I got a spell that uh, um, that makes. um Oh, uh, it makes uh, uh, bags of coins invisible. Hmm. Now that I could use. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 uh. Oh God, that guy's oh. doing it again, eh? Is that is that another book? You can hear that, right? Oh, can I ever? No, it's not another book. It's, the, it's that creepy shopkeeper owns this place. He he always goes in the back room and makes that noise. I mean, because I don't have legs, and well, because I don't have eyes, I can't really see or figure out what he's doing back there. But it sounds like something bad's going on, you know. <laughs> hey, why don't you uh, why don't you pick me up? We go on back there and find out what this little uh, freaky little man's doing. Okay, don't mind my fingers; they're greasy as hell. Oh God! Oh yeah, they're slimy. Oh, All right. Are you eating the six-piece bucket from KFC? That's exactly what I was eating. Are you psychic as well as being magic? Well, you know what they say. That you know, it's like uh, I don't know what they say. I'm stupid. <laughs> Ah, and yet your book, a thing of information. Well, I only have a very limited set of information. So thank you very much for insulting me once again of something I don't have. This book is just a little much for me, but all right, let's go into the back and let's find this creepy ass shopkeeper, as you called him. Uh, 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 Oh, Oh, what are you doing back here? I didn't like these books on fire. I just accidentally knocked over the candle. I've been trying to put them out. Ah, book burning, like a thing my dear friend Maya Angelou endorses. You sick fuck. No, I didn't. I don't do this regularly. Um, uh, 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 here, give me a bucket of water. I'll put them out. Give you a bucket uh, use of this, water. You, use this bucket that used to have my chicken. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Um, and I'll just dump this on here. And oh, I accidentally put gasoline in there. Oh, God. It's chicken grease and gasoline, too. Even worse. Here, I'll use this um, accordion fan to try to blow it out. Uh, 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 excuse me, Mr. Hood. You see what I'm dealing with here? This guy is a complete ding dong. He doesn't know what's going on. Oh, hmm. you're going to call me a ding dong? Just like my dad did. He called me ding dong. Numbskull. Dumb shit. Piece of shit. Elephant shit. Yeah, because he said I was really big, too. So it was an elephant shit. He called me dumb fuck. Uh, he yeah. called me uh, stupido. Did he call you uh, 
ugly moron, ugly stupid, moron. ugly dumb piece of crap, ugly boy. You name it, he called me it. Oh, and he did he ever call you, son? Well, you got me there. Shit. He never called me that. Wow, now I feel bad. Well, you should feel bad, but uh, honestly, you kind of remind me of my dad. He was kind of like a lumpy stack to himself. The hell did you call? Well. Me? <laughs> well, listen here, dumb shit elephant man. I think this book here is magical. Even though it's kind of sensitive and a little bit rude to me sometimes, I plan to free it from this bookshop and give it to the world. What do you say to that? Well, I would say that I like your plan. You want to use its magic. But what I will say is that a magic book Wasting it and burning it sounds more appealing to me. There's no bigger prize for a bookstore owner that likes to burn books than a magic book that talks. Wait a minute. I got I got two problems with this story. One, you said you don't usually burn books, but right now it seems like you like burning books. So that's a <laughs> that's like a treat, I suppose. I feel like I feel like we're getting the real the real truth right now. Well, I OK, here's the thing, too. What the hell are you going to do? Trying to burn me? I'd love to burn you. I'd love to hear a book scream. That's the only thing this whole experience has been missing for me is the screams that a book would do. See what I mean? This guy's out of his mind. But I will say that I didn't always like to uh, 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 burn books like this. I used to come back here and just jack off. But then one time I accidentally knocked a candle on a book. I got a taste for the burning smell of it. And then I just started burning books back all the time back here. And then I just kind of forgot about jerking off because burning a book felt just as good. So I haven't jerked off actually in over a month, if you can believe it. Wait a minute. Mr. Hood, I think I, I think I have an idea. Oh, yeah. Come on in here. Listen, he he loves burning books. He hates jacking off and he doesn't like his dad. Where can we take this guy? The local church. <laughs> Ah, perfect. I love churches. I've had some of my favorite sword fights there. Oh, all right. Is that normal in church? I don't go. I'm, yes, I, I, I'm talking about when the priest and I take our penises out and bang them against each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. OK, perfect, perfect. I'm just thinking if we can get this guy into an environment that'll, you know, encourage his hobbies and give him a positive role model, maybe he won't burn me. A wonderful plan. Let's do it. To the church we go. Okay. I, I don't know about this plan, guys, because it's going to take a lot for me not to want to burn you. You look like you'd be really good to burn. Yeah. Big now, now. Stack like you. All right. All this, right. this magical Help book that. is under my protection, and I carry a sword, and I somewhat know how to use it. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you a paper cut, so back the frig off. Okay. Well, I guess I'll be a little bit tame for now. I'll hear you guys out, but I got my matchbook ready. Okay. All right. Well, here we are at the church. Just uh, step inside. Okay. All right. You, you in? Yeah, I'm in. All right, Robin, lock the door. We're gonna we're gonna burn this place down with him inside. Perfect. What? All right. No, you can't burn me. Yeah, if we burn him, he can't burn me. But what if I get a taste for being burned and then I get addicted to burning myself? I mean, I'm fine with that. So long as it's self-harm and not harming others, I'm okay with it. 
Oh God! Hey, you gotta let me out of here. There's there's a an old priest back here. You gonna burn him too? Yeah. Please don't do this. I live for the church. He he lives in the church. No, I live for the church. Oh, I, I don't know. Don't burn him. No, no. Now listen. Burn him. Burn him. Listen here, old priest. We may or may not burn you, but before we do, how about a quick sword fight? Oh, right, Robin Hood. I love when we did that. Come on in. We'll do it together. Zip. The two men unsheath their swords and go at it wildly. Oh, ah, ah. Oh, ah. You got oh. me again, Robin Hood. <laughs> Well, now's the time to burn you to death. And also, and you're like this shopkeep, we're going to burn all the Bibles inside. Oh, oh, oh well, okay. Now I'm a little bit conflicted about the whole scenario. I actually kind of like this. And listen, you know, I said I have uh, very few spells in me, but one of them is making other things talk. If you like, I can I can make the bur- the Bibles talk so that they all scream as they burn up. As a fellow book, is that not like... I don't know, a little bit messed up for you? No, I'm I'm uh I'm pretty non-religious, so you seem like a bit of a sociopath. Yeah. I mean he said I was the creepy one, but this guy wants to make books come to life. Can I burn them already? I'm you know what? Giving... I, I've been thinking about this. What if we all burn to death inside this church? Go out like a real celebration, you know? Just one last hurrah. Now, that sounds like a great compromise. Wonderful. Let me just get some of this extra chicken grease I brought. Listen, I wasn't on board at first, but the more you the more you hype it up, the more I'm really getting excited about being singed to a crisp inside of a giant stone building. Yes, it would be like a big, lovely murder suicide. Robin Hood takes love. Robin Hood takes out his Ziploc bag full of chicken fat and starts smearing his entire body with it. All right, now let's all whip out our swords and start the fire. The flames rise as the group starts singing, we didn't start the fire. We didn't start the (laughs) fire. fire. No, it was always burning since the world's been turning. I don't know much more than that. I, you know, I... I've only around when the radio's on when the car's going by the shop, so that's all I've ever heard of it. Mm. He said... Rock and roller cola wars. Excuse me? Ah. <laughs> Just some lyrics I happen to remember. Ah, right, right. Perhaps incorrectly. But it was no issue to not know the lyrics to the song, because by now, the smoke had entered their lungs so deeply that they were struggling just to draw basic breaths. This is my dream. And my dream as well. To steal the life from the rich. We're all rich, by the way. And give it to the poor. The afterlife very poor. (laughs) I had all my money inside my pages. I had a secret compartment. So I'm burning all my money with me. No money for the poor here. Now you tell me. Sorry. And the building fully engulfed in flames now, firemen begin to show up. But of course, as we started, it was a dark and stormy day. And so 
the rain naturally put out the fire in the church, as well as the fire engulfing our four heroes. Everyone survived and went on to live a long and happy life. Wow. I love my new third degree burns. <laughs> and now I'm addicted to burns. Ah, I knew it. I just can't wait for my new dust cover to come in the mail. Hey, I've got an idea. Yeah. What do you say? One year from today, we all get back together at the same burnt church and we have the best damn picnic anyone's ever seen. Sounds like a plan. Five, five. Oh, yeah, thanks. Rub it in. The one thing I can't do. <laughs> that was a scary story. Yeah, <laughs> that was a scary story. I soiled I mean, my religion. Religion scary as hell. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. Book burning. Mm-hmm. Church yeah. burning. Church burning. Well, it was fine. The rain put it out. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, allow nature wouldn't allow it to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, nature, nature v supernatural. It's yeah. uh, that's a franchise I'd watch. Yeah. <laughs> nature versus super nurture. let's do a round of plugs uh jeremy david where can everyone follow you uh jeremy (laughs) Uh, yeah so uh, i've been checked please check out the unseen podcast it's available wherever you get your podcasts uh you can also follow us on social media which uh is a thing i should have written down because one of them uh, yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to plug your own shit, but uh, I oh, don't have uh, any social media, so you can't follow me anywhere, but you can follow Unseen Podcast on Twitter at Unseen Pod. And I'm sure if you Google us or just, you know, search the podcast directories, you'll find us. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you do, I mean, no one should, but if you want to follow me individually on Instagram, I'm at Jeremy Frying Pan. It's really mostly pictures of food and occasionally some like wood and ceramics. Yeah. Mm. And I am on Twitter. I tweet as Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Amazing. Well, uh, we'll be uh, sharing that at Spook Podcast as well as go to the stonernetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Jeremy and David and the Unseen Podcast as well as go to the uh, Sonar shop and you can get a Spook t-shirt. Whether you believe yeah. in ghosts or don't believe Ooh. in ghosts, we have a shirt for you. We got a nice photo of us wearing those shirts too if you want to take a look at that. <laughs> our Instagram. Yeah, well, well, if you email us, we'll personally send it to you. No, we'll put it up. We'll put it on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't we do that? Well, because we didn't, we, well, a little behind the scenes, we didn't get, or we only got one of those photos from the shoot, uh, the shoot. And the one that we have as our photo is covered up the shirts. Oh, that's stupid. So we can send you the photo with a watermark on it that we didn't fully pay for. Well, we should pay for it and get it. That's what I'm saying. All right. Mike, if you're listening, pay for it. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 